Ayo, Coram Deo. Welcome back to Centered, Committed, <laughs> Confident. I'm your co-host, Cody Rogers. I'm Regent Erickson. And I'm Hannah Erickson. We're back. Guys. We're here. You're here. That's crazy. You, you left off a very important oh, co-host. Also, Silas Erickson oh, is here yes. with us. <laughs> Our he son. made his arrival. Silas Erickson is hosting his very first podcast. Wow, five it's weeks old funny. and coming, amounting to a lot already. Yeah. It's pretty funny, though, because... Before our last few po- podcasts, Silas was with Hannah in her belly, and right now she has him wrapped, so he's kind of in the same spot. Yeah. That yeah, might be kind of familiar for him. outside now. Yeah. So, good. All right. Well, we digress a little bit, but it's good to have you guys back because I guarantee the podcast was not nearly as uh, filled with good personality when it was just me <laughs> talking. No offense, Calvin, when you joined me. You know what? You'd probably... Okay. Here's what I'm thinking, guys. Okay. I don't know who's listening to this, so here's what I want to do right off the bat. If you are listening to this, I want to know. So if you will send me an email yeah, to Cody R at cdbible.org, or if you text me, I'm not going to give my number on here, but if you text me, if you have it, let me know you're watching this. I will buy you coffee. And that offer is good for the next two weeks. Wow. Hey, that's a big so, deal. So let's see. If you email me, and even if you don't live near here, I will send you a Starbucks gift card or wow. something. So, wow. I just want to see. I'll buy you a cup of coffee. Mom, if you're out there, let's yeah. say, my sister, like, you better get on this. I know you like Starbucks. So there we go. That, I just want to get an idea of who's actually listening. Um, okay. Well, you guys saw in the the title. Um, well, I, it's been a while. I haven't done this. Um, center committed, confident. Why are we here? What's the point of this podcast? To help you center your life on Christ, commit yourself to discipleship, and be more confident in the Word of God. Mm. We've really been focusing on the confidence in the Word of God lately, and we're in the series on. How to read your Bible. We've talked about several different things, you know, like particular translations. Uh, we've covered um, a few different ways to read, like the here method is last what we talked about last time. Calvin joined me for that. But this time, I want to talk about how to choose what to read, because I think that that is just as discouraging for somebody um, as any factor, really, because mm-hmm. not knowing where to start makes you feel lost makes you um, not desire to read it. And and if you don't put much thought on it, it can actually um, make it seem boring, mm-hmm. right? which is not true. The word of God is not boring. Um, we're boring, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very boring. Okay. So this might be a very simple podcast. Um, let's just talk about how do you guys choose what to read in your Bible? Let's, or, or should we start with the, the ways? You know, I just want to know you. How do you choose? And let's start there. It's a good question. For me, I kind of have different techniques, I guess you could say. I don't know if techniques the right word, but different ways I approach it at different phases in my life. So I would say in my high time when I'm like in a good relationship with the Lord, things are going well. I like to go with some, just spend some time in prayer, spend some time thinking about um, like what is generally in each book of the Bible, you know, the topics or aspects, characteristics of the Lord you learn about. And kind of let the spirit lead in terms of deciding um, what I want to go through. A lot of times when I'm doing that, I'm kind of going more into like an intentional study in a book. So like I would choose Ephesians and go through that. Um, like a book of the Bible. Yeah, a book mm-hmm. of the Bible. Not a separate book. Yeah, no, no. yeah. A book of the Bible. Um, and that is personally one of my favorite ways to do it. Um, but I mean, I'm a, I am I go through waves of feeling really in tune with the Lord and times where I need to come back and just kind of ground myself in scripture and it's a little harder for me to be as focused um, as that requires. And so I will go towards a study that's um, 
not a study, but a, a reading plan that just kind of outlines this, this, this many chapters or this many, um, verses for this day mm-hmm. and kind of outline specifically what to do for the day it tends to be more of like a higher volume of scripture, less intentional study, but it just gets the word in front of me. So when you are praying and seeking the spirit as to what you should read, what are some of the things you're factoring in? Is it, are you factoring in what you haven't read in a while? Are you factoring where you feel like your sin is, is mm-hmm. a strongest pull in your life at the moment? Are you factoring like a lack of knowledge? Like, actually, I've never read that. Like, what in your mind for you do you often find the Lord calling you towards? I've, I have in the past, I've done from like a lack of knowledge perspective, just as, especially when I was a new believer trying to get into books of the Bible I hadn't been in or had been in for a long time. Um, but as of late, um, it's been more of kind of trying to go after something that it, it, it's just diving into a character aspect of the Lord that I'm trying to learn a little bit more about or um, want to understand better and are in a new way. Um, I try to keep in mind the idea it's easy to get stuck in the New Testament. And so something I try to be conscious of is how often have I been in the New Testament versus the Old Testament? So balance. Yeah. Okay. Um, just to keep myself focused on the entirety of scripture. It's not that one's better than the other, but I just want to keep both mm-hmm. held at the same level. So one way to approach reading your Bible and choosing what to read is based on the priority of either what you haven't read or what you think is going to speak to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good ways to mm-hmm. summarize so yes. far. Okay. You mentioned a reading plan. What's a reading plan? A reading plan is something that outlines what to read for that day. Like very simple. So a very common one, one that I go to quite a bit is in like the Bible app. Um, and they'll like, there's the year long, um, Bible reading plan that gives you, you can read through the Bible in a year mm-hmm. and it's literally like Genesis one through eight for the day one, day two, Genesis nine through 16, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. all the way through. And you read that for the day. Cool. Good. So on um, the version app on your phone, it's uh, most of you just know it as the Bible app. It's mm-hmm. pretty much you type Bible in, you'll mm-hmm. find it. It's by version. Um, that has a, I don't know, thousands. Oh my goodness. So many thousands of Bible reading plans put out Mm -hmm. by different pastors and churches and companies and all of that. So Mm -hmm. that, that'd be a good start. I'll cover a little bit of that more when I'm talking about it. Hannah, how do you choose what to read? Um, so similar to Regent, part of it is based off of where have I been recently or where I've had, or I have not been. Ooh, talking is hard, guys. This has been a while. Um, <laughs> Very trapped alone. I know. I've been just seeing with the with baby, baby for yeah. the last five weeks, not saying a lot of real words. Um, yeah. So, and based off of also like season that I'm in. So, like right now, um, our season's just really weird. Like I'm holding a baby all day long, um, and my life is kind of centered around when he needs to eat and sleep and poop, essentially. Um, and so I don't have like this set aside time in the word. And so my reading plan that I've been going towards is just something that's a big overarching view. That's like right now I'm doing um, the New Testament in 40 days. My parents actually invited me to do it with them. And so we're reading through the New Testament in 40 days. It's all outlined um, through the Bible app that uh, has the plan. That's what I was going to ask. Is mm-hmm. it also on the version app? Yes, it's okay. on the version app. And so it's nice. You can like check off the boxes every day if you like that type of thing um, and walk your way through it. And so that I love like um, like big overarching plans. Yeah. Um, to, and then also to mix in like deeper dives, like Regent was talking about, like maybe taking, um, a book like a gospel or an old Testament book and yep. diving in deeply where I'm doing maybe a couple verses a day, 
um, or a couple chapters a day um, and walking through that slowly instead of just this big overview. Um, I also did a chronological plan in college, and that was the most life-changing thing when it came to me understanding scripture. Yep. See it more chronological in order and of mm-hmm. when it happened, right? Yeah. I assume you chronological by the order of history, not the order yes. of what when they were written, right? Yes. So like when they're written, like it'll even order the letters based on what time they think Paul physically wrote mm. it. Um, or what time they think which prophet was written. Chronological will be based on where they fall in history. Yeah. History, I think. Okay. It, so it, like it, the chronological, like, you know, if Job existed Yes. In Genesis, yeah, it was like he Genesis, happened there. Job, and then Genesis yeah. twelve on. Okay, yeah. that type. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, that's probably a clarification. None of you need. I'm sorry, but you know, <laughs> hey, whatever. It's five. It's past five o'clock at night. We're recording in my dining room, and you know, I'm too comfortable. Okay, um, good. I don't think I have any questions for that one. That's a, a season of life depicts mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. You know, figuring out what season of life you're in and what mm-hmm. you might need. Um, for me. I'd say, uh, man, this is an opinion, but also I think it's a fact. (laughs) Um, We live in a world and a culture in which we are not dominated by God's word. And what I mean by that is, um, I mean, most of you growing up did not wake up in the morning um, singing psalms and um, you don't, you don't have, you know, scripture just written everywhere in your house. You don't... um, you don't go to Torah school and mm-hmm. and learn to memorize the the law of Moses. Um, you, we just don't have that culture where, mm-hmm. as a, a collective culture, not just within our family, we are all learning God's word and hearing about it all the time. Um, and so we are just we live in a culture where we're unfamiliar with mm-hmm. everything that occurred, mm-hmm. especially in the Old Testament, right? Oh yeah. Um, and so for me, that matters. And what I want to do first and what I encourage you is to tackle that first, because mm-hmm. I'd rather, I want us to all have a knowledge of everything that happens in scripture. And so the reason I'm saying that is because I'm about to suggest that you always try to find a plan in which you complete the entire Bible within a reasonable amount of time. Mm-hmm. I say reasonable because for some people, six months is reasonable. That's not reasonable for me. One year, it seems to be reasonable enough. Um, but two years could also be it. Mm-hmm. I would say it depends on how familiar you are with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so when I think about choosing what to read, I've got different layers. I've got that I think should be every day. I think you should have a reading plan in which you're just reading all of scripture. Um, seasonal life, like Hannah was talking about, might dictate how long yeah. you're planning to complete it. So like mm-hmm. Hannah's doing that New Testament in 40 days, that's perfect. Seasonal life, you're choosing a chunk of it, but that's going to give you a broad sweeping span of scripture in a set amount of time. Um, so I'd say find something that allows you to do that. The reading plan that Regent mentioned is perfect. I actually use a little different one that also is a, the Bible in a year. It's called, I actually don't know how to pronounce it, um, but it's the M-Chain or the M-Chaney. Um, I've heard it pronounced both ways, but it's M apostrophe C-H-E-Y-N-E, M-Chain. I, I think some Scottish dude came up with it, but it's... Um, a one-year reading plan in which you go through the New Testament and Psalms twice and the Old Testament once. And nice. the reason I like this is because I think you can commit to reading it all year long. You can get through the whole Bible in a year. You read only four chapters a day. Um, and the other reason I like it is because based on the season of life, you can choose to skip certain things, right? So like right now, 
um, as I'm reading through, it wants me to read Genesis, Mark, Job, and Romans. I've already read Genesis and Mark this year for other things, um, and I don't need to read Mark again right now because I'm focusing on other things. So what I do is I just cross off Genesis and Mark, and I'm only reading through Job and Romans right now. Um, and then when Genesis ends and maybe it gets into the next book, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pick that up. Now I'm reading three chapters mm-hmm. every day. So that's just to increase my competency mm-hmm. in the Bible. I think that's Anything? nice to like that type of reading plan. Kind of for me, sometimes the old Testament is so long and like, it is so good and it is so rich, but I can get, um, I can't do Genesis one through eight, like Regent just said, like I can't oh, do I mean, from yeah. Genesis through revelation in order. No, I can't either. Awesome. I get so it is not monotonous. That's not the right word, but I just, I need something as a change of pace. And so having mm-hmm. a reading plan that's mixing old Testament and new Testament, or even just old Testament and Psalms, I think it gives you this variety mm-hmm. that I think can make it more sustainable, especially if you're new to reading the Bible, you've never read yeah. it through before. It can be hard to start in Genesis, go to revelation. And so yeah. to have something that's mixing it up can be really helpful for uh, sustainability. Yeah, because you get to Leviticus and Numbers, and that's the only thing you're going over for a week or two as mm-hmm. you're reading through the Bible. That's hard. It's very difficult, and mm-hmm. unless you are really good at reminding yourself of the gospel and and connecting the Old Testament to mm-hmm. Jesus, it is it it's difficult to just only sit in that. Yeah, for, yeah. you, you know, have to, a while. You have to do work when you're in those books yeah. to to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so a way to make it easier is to add the New Testament at the same time mm-hmm. so that you mm-hmm. have a constant reminder of where we stand now and how the Old Testament relates mm-hmm. to it. Because otherwise, if you're in Leviticus for a week, um, let's let's say you're going slow. You're, in, you're going Genesis through Revelation in order, and you're doing two years. That puts you in Leviticus numbers for a, a good little chunk of time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine just daily waking up and that's all you read? That'd be hard. Yeah. You know, Mix that with it being winter, and it's a it's a recipe for you not to want to do it. Yeah. And that's not what we want. And by reading the New Testament, it'll bring uh, more uh, a treasuring of God's mm-hmm. word, I think, because you can connect why. Like, you can see Jesus in Leviticus, yeah. mm-hmm. and so it, it matters mm-hmm. to me. Okay. Um, can I make one more comment about yep. what you said? I've it. I love, um, they mentioned, like, you already read Genesis, and so you're not going to reread that. And I, so I tend towards legalism more yes. than anything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and so for me, like I hear that and I'm like, that, that can't count. Like that doesn't count as a reading plan if you skip Genesis, you already yeah. read it. Cause it's like, you aren't marking off the box or whatever. Yep. And yeah. so I think that's so good. Like to have that freedom of like a reading plan is not like divinely from God. Yeah. Like he did not yeah. say you must read Genesis one through four today. And so to have the freedom of Maybe like you have it reading through a year chronologically, but you do, you get kind of stuck in Leviticus. You just jump to the New Testament. I'll go ahead and mark off, you know, Matthew and Acts, and then I'll go back to the Old Testament. Exactly. Even if that's not the order their reading plan is in. Exactly. But this is something that should cause freedom and not to put yourself in a box. And that's what I do. Or I can get really mad at myself if I miss a day or I get behind. Yep. And if that's where you're at, like we can talk through that and work through that, but this should be causing freedom. And if it isn't, then that needs to be addressed. Yeah. And when you are already committing, like, I'm going to go through the Bible every year, I'm, I'm doing this as a yearly reading plan. When you're committing to that and you actually believe you're going to do it, it's okay to skip something, right? Mm-hmm. Because guess what? You're going to get back to it. Yeah. Especially like, you know, if I skip something in the New Testament on this reading plan, guaranteed I'm going to see it again in this year because it goes yeah. through the New Testament twice. Yeah. Um, but like, if you move forward with a conviction that for the next five years, I'm going to read the Bible five times, then you can look at this time. It's okay for mm-hmm. me to 
skip this this one book for now mm-hmm. you know because my season life i have a you know let's let's say just like hannah like i have a baby so i can only really fit in two chapters right now mm-hmm. so for the next two months i'm just going to cut out one of the one or two of these books mm-hmm. i'll come back to it you know don't always cut out leviticus no 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 no, 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 no. no. it's so good <laughs> it is it is good and necessary and yeah from tell that someone reading it's like is this good though yeah are you guys lying to me <laughs> you know big, I mean, that's big a... picture everybody yep. big picture yeah. it is once you really dive into the depth mm-hmm. it is yeah. so good um you know you don't see too many preachers choosing no. leviticus for a series <laughs> but that's another topic for another day all right so what to choose i'd say um be boring about it guys like at the end of the day um you can try to be super spiritual about what should I read? What do I need? Lord, yeah. da, 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 da. and that's great if you're able to be, but don't let that trip you up. Mm-hmm. Just get in it. Yeah. Just, just pick a, just pick a silly plan. I don't care. Just pick one, dedicate yourself to it and mm-hmm. make it happen because God's word is going to impact you way more than what's on the reading plan itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's not worth your time to spend a ton of time trying to figure out how to get in the word because that's not what's valuable. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are, consistently meeting the Lord on a daily basis in his word, he is going to do things that um, through his word that just shows you how faithful he is. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Anything else about how to choose what to read or reading plans? Um, So the Bible app we've mentioned, Mm -hmm. as we were talking, I just decided this is what we're talking about next week. We're we're talking about Hannah's having a coughing attack. Sorry, everybody. This is what we're going to talk about. Apps that aid in your spiritual life, phone like apps, that. right? That have yeah. aided in your spiritual life. Um, I got a whole little list of them. Be thinking about them, you too, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I can't think of anything else on the reading plans unless you got some. I, I have a question. Yeah. I don't know if we want to dive into it right now because I think we're getting a little bit long. But is a Bible study a reading plan? Ooh, 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 good. Um, I think that's an opinion, and my opinion is no. Mm-hmm. But that's only because I am right now in my life, I'm currently dedicated to, I want to read the Bible in a year or I want to read it in mm-hmm. two years. Like I want scriptural competency to be in my life to where I've read it often enough. I'm familiar with scripture and a Bible study is so in depth that I consider it another layer onto my scripture. Can you reading. define Bible studies? I think there's two different oh, yeah. things okay, you could yeah. be thinking yeah, about that's here. That's probably a good idea. So go ahead. Well, so... I guess what what comes to mind first for me when thinking of a Bible study is where we're going. You're going through some study that takes you through a section of scripture and then has guided questions, mm-hmm. like written by someone, written else. by someone yes. else. Where they and that's have... what I was talking about okay. when I was going back. So you, what's the other one? You could also think of a Bible study in terms of like doing it with a group of people, where you're yes. going through as a group together through scripture, mm. um, which is great. That's not what I had in mind when thinking about Bible okay. study. So. Then just to clarify my answer, I'm talking about the first one, right? In which you're going through a book somebody else wrote about scripture and it might be guiding you through scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, I hesitate to make that my only scripture reading of the day because I'm looking at it through the lens of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, even if I'm reading all the scripture myself and then looking at the book, it, it's okay. It's good. And if that's what you need right now to even get yourself in the word, I'd rather you do that for mm-hmm. sure. Oh yeah. Um, that's not to shame anybody. Um, being with a group of people and going through scripture together, that's pretty good. You yeah. know, like there's, there's some good things there that, that I, for me would count as in depth because I feel like it really live conversation, discussion, and seeking the spirit together about God's word, especially if you're going through a particular book together. And I don't want to say that would replace my reading plan in the morning, but it's mm-hmm. definitely just as crucial. 
Mm-hmm. It's very good. I do think personally there is a, a lot of value in a Bible study at times. I mean, if you have, you want to be careful about what you're choosing, um, that's I I totally agree. Like you're seeing it through the lens of another person, so you want to be thinking about what message they might be trying to send because everybody's yeah. got a goal and end goal. One of the things that they can help provide is questions that you could be using while you're reading through right. scripture. Like one of the things that I struggle with sometimes if I'm reading, like on a reading plan, I just get to reading and I forget to apply it. And it's just kind of in one, in one eye out the other. I don't know. Kind of like, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and so like it, it can be a good source to kind of remind me of ways to interact with the word yeah. and help a- apply it um, or ask the questions about what scripture is saying about the Lord. And the hear method and stuff would do that. Also. Yes. Yeah. The hear method's good. Cause it's all built on you at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just get hesitant if my only Bible reading is coming from a guided Bible study out of a book. And that's also because typically the author is only taking you through what they want you to see mm-hmm. in scripture, right? Mm-hmm. They're only accenting certain words out of it or certain phrases because it, if they were going to comment on every word, it would be a commentary. Yeah. It, w- it wouldn't be a Bible study. And so it, it, as my only form of Bible study, you know, for me personally, where I'm at in life, no, it's not good enough. But I would say if you're at a point where your current scripture reading is zero, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it, that is a drastic difference, you know? Yeah. Um, so just get in the word, guys. Get yeah. in the word. The whole point is open to get in the word. It, love it, cherish it, learn it. And and share it with others, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Okay. I think that's going to do it for us today. Um, lots of stuff going on. Make sure you check the website for stuff happening with the college ministry. Make sure you check it out online. Um, Thanksgiving party, Christmas party, um, and I don't know what we'll do for winter break as far as podcasts and stuff go. I'm sure we'll have something with CrossCon involved, but oh, yeah. we'll see what happens. Otherwise, uh, we'll be back next week talking about the apps and stuff that we use that aid in our spiritual life. Until then, uh, we love you guys. We're praying for you. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.